How many times has Alex been late to something? Because he's just been eating wiener. So. Too, many, too many times. Gotta wait for my meat snack to finish. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. oh, hello, hello there. Hey. Uh, I'm Nick Lyons. Hey, I'm Stephen Ramirez. And this is uh, Real Rotten. This is Real Rotten. What do we do on Real Rotten, Stephen? Um, I believe we uh, test monkeys how to, how to uh, properly apply lipstick. Yes. And then what do we do after that? We force them to watch movies on Rotten Tomatoes that are 25% and under on a rotten scale. That is exactly right. Yeah, absolutely. And they take notes for us. Yeah, they're stenographers. All of the monkeys. All of it. All I've gotten from them is Shakespeare. Yeah, I I accidentally got yeah, I chose a I thought it said stenographer, but it turns out it was geographer, and he just made a map. I know. Primates. What are you gonna do? Topography. It's not bottomography. It's topography. Yeah, it stays to the top. Yeah. yeah. Cartograph. That's enough synonyms for map making. It's time for Real Rotten. Today is Valentine's Day, assuming this gets released on Wednesday, which it won't. Hey, it could be Valentine's Day 2019. You'd still be right. Okay, this is true. Today is Valentine's Day. And uh, we watched a movie that everybody watches on Valentine's Day because it's the best. and Especially if you're single. Yes. Or a widower. <laughs> yeah. Widow, yeah. If you're single by death, <laughs> then this movie is the movie for you. Single by proxy is what we like to call it. Yeah. What are you looking for? Balls. I mean, they were hanging there a minute ago. My mother said it was a mistake marrying you because I loved you too much. It won't last. I don't want to make any mistakes, Jerry. While you're in the wrong species, love, be a duck. Yeah. We watched P.S. I Love You. P.S. I Love You. What a great song. I know. Not so great movie. Easily emoji textable, too. Absolutely. So it's made for a millennial age. Absolutely. You do letter emoji, you do the eye emoji, you do the heart emoji, and then you do the finger pointing at you emoji. Yep. That's yeah. it. That's it. And then you send that You send that to kids? I mean, not as an adult. You don't send it to oh. kids as an adult. <laughs> you, other kids send it to other kids. Oh, know? yeah. FBI, please, uh, please rate it. our podcast. Speaking of rating our podcast, follow us on the internet. We always forget to say this, so yeah, absolutely. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Facebooks, Instagram at Real Rotten. Tweet your twats at us. Uh, yeah, send your photos. I actually have our first um, uh, user feedback. What do they call it when somebody talks to you from the other side of the internet? Uh, slide into your DM. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Somebody slid into our DMs. Oh nice. And uh, they came up with a topic for this episode okay uh, what, uh, are we giving a shout out we'll give a shout out later yeah we'll do it later oh okay. well, no. i don't even remember his name but yeah we'll give a shout out later. some asshole just kidding we love you and our website realrotten.com rate us on itunes realrotten.com that's r-e-l-r-o-t-t-e-n and if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it at all yeah listen 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 to mama mama lions over here yeah before we get into it uh, last movie you saw, Stephen? Um, last movie that I saw was not in the theater. It was, um, it was actually you know sitting around at home on a on a lovely uh, what was it Sunday night, Sunday evening. Watched a uh, Big Lebowski. 
oh. about the tenth time because uh, 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 someone I know didn't watch it. So I had to introduce them to the world that was Los Angeles circa 1991. So did they pay attention? A little bit. It was kind of hard. Yeah. It was that sort of situation uh, where hate, everybody around hate 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 those situations. Well, no. Here's the specific situation. It was the it was the specific uh, the night before Christmas. Yeah. All through the house, not a creature stirring, stirring even my balls. Um, no, it was one of those specific situations where it was uh, the that everybody in the room except that one person didn't see it. So I was like, "Oh, we uh, gotta okay. watch it now. Oh, we gotta watch it now. Oh, oh, watch the scene. Watch the scene. It's so funny." Like literally, the person sitting next to her the whole time was saying, "It's so funny." I'm like. You don't have to tell her that. She'll 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 know. Yeah, if it's false funny or false not. expectations and then building up things. That's not the way to get. No, that's to how like you. That's how you overhype a movie. That's yeah. happened to me many a times. That's how. Um, quote. Uh, that's the, quote. That's how the Boondock Saints was for me. That's how quote unquote Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. Uh, <laughs> no, that's how the Boondock Saints worked for me. Everybody overhyped it. Dude, it's the greatest movie. You gotta go watch it. It's such a great movie. It's a great so, movie. It's such a mind mind uh, mind bender. I watched it. I don't know if it's mind. I wasn't. I wasn't that impressed with it. It was like, yeah, it's a good movie. It's just not, you know, over the top awesome. You know. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what about you? What was the last movie you saw? Oh, I saw a, a flick called a fist fight oh you saw a fist fight with charlie day and ice charlie cube day and ice cube i still <laughs> yeah. wanted to see that even though it didn't get uh it's a future, future yeah, contender, yeah yeah right future uh, contender on cable is it a future contender for the podcast 26 percent. oh it might know. be one of the special cases one like percent off uh i i i did live tweet it from our twitter oh you did okay. yeah so if you have any questions this is how consult much, the twitter this is how much I'm in the know i am that's an actual question i'm not like uh, I'm not begging the question. I'm actually asking. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, he's actually not tweeting. even following us. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. isn't true. I don't, I don't, I don't tweet. But yeah, it was a, uh, it was a movie. You okay. know. Yeah, it was like a, movie. a, a film. Yeah. I figure it was like, what's that movie where? Um, I mean, it's cliched a million times if you watch any sort of kids show from like 1990 to now. But the the cliche of where, hey, I'm gonna meet you at three o'clock. We're yeah. we're fighting. So it was basically it was, that movie that was with exactly Charlie Day. It. Yeah. Yeah. But so it's it actually... all the build up. Yeah. It was good, actually. I mean, not good. It was a bad movie. But Charlie Day, I can't help but like the guy. Yeah. And Ice Cube plays a really good, like, mean guy. Yeah, okay, yeah. Or I mean, just like an angry, bla- angry black man. He's just like the perfect angry black man. Like, uh, his, his own son came out and said, what role that your O'Shea, dad has done most resembles. O'Shea Jackson yeah. Jr. Yeah. yeah, what most resembles his actual personality. And mm-hmm. he said, either the fistfight teacher or... Uh, 21 Jump Street, cap- oh, Captain. Oh, yeah, the Captain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When just, I think of the Captain, I think, oh, yeah, it's just Ice Cube That's himself. probably just Ice Cube, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's just, can like, you, always fucking with you at all times. Can you imagine Osei Jackson growing up in the Ice Cube household? Oh, no, I can't. Incredible. That's uh, what's the movie you're looking forward to? Movie I'm looking forward to? Oh, man. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, Black I'm, Panther? I'm all in for BP. Oh, yeah. I'm all in for BP. Let's just agree. Let's yep. just agree. We're the gonna... Coogler is not going to make a bad movie. Yeah, no. Ryan Coogler... Great, great film. And that cast, if you look at it, is who's who. Yeah. Like it, everybody who's coming up. I, Chadwick, tr- I trust every single one of them to make a Chadwick, good, good movie. Pita. You got uh you, you got, got Michael uh, B. You got Michael B. Jordan. You got you Daniel Kuala. You got Martin Friedman. Kaluya. Martin Freeman is the one white guy in it? He's the one white guy in it? Oh my god, if you're gonna have one white guy, it's gonna be Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman's continuity. Oh, that... He was in uh Captain America Civil War. He's the NSA agent who's oh, the I love it. What it is is you got uh, Angela Bassett? 
Angela Bassett as the queen. Duh. Yeah. I mean, you got Andy Serkis as the bad man. Come on! Andy Serkis does not get enough recognition. Andy Serkis doesn't have a race, though. Let's be clear. He's just always CGI. He's yeah, like, he's he the first ever CGI person. Like, I'm almost positive he only wears motion capture wherever he goes. I believe this is the first time <laughs> in any uh, movie where we'll see his actual resemblance, and it's a goatee. He'll oh be no way! The goatee. I'm a, I'm I'm calling it. It's either that or he's full CG. Well, then it already has five stars from me. But now it's time, dear Holly, I miss you. I have nothing actually good to say in this letter. P.S. I love you. <laughs> that was pretty much every letter of this movie. But <laughs> we don't need to waste any more time. Yeah. This is P.S. I love you. By the way, brilliant uh, cast, brilliant source material, uh, based off of a novel, Irish novel. Um, also same name but now we have this movie yeah and i don't know what to make of it yeah it's directed by richard lagravenese lagravenese right yeah sure yeah sure yeah he directed beautiful creatures and oh, freedom writers classic movies freedom writers was swank's movie before this movie oh really it was million dollar baby and then freedom writers I thought freedom writers was after but okay and then she came in and just did this is written by Richard, as well as Stephen Rogers, who is in the news now for he wrote I Tanya. Yeah, D- not to be confused with uh, Captain Steve Rogers of the U.S. military circa 1940s, <laughs> um, <laughs> also known as Captain America. Yeah, I was just looking at Captain America the other day, and how dumb is the A on his forehead? It's really dumb. Yeah, why? Why did is, he's got America on? I the guess mind. that's it's got to be canon, right? He's got it fresh on the mind all okay, the time. Well, I'm not. I don't want to get into that. Yeah. He also wrote Hope Floats, Stepmom. Oh. He wrote Stepmom. He wrote he wrote Hope Floats and Stepmom, and he wrote this movie. And Kate Leopold. Man. <laughs> and Love the where, Coopers. Where did he go wrong? Yeah, his 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 uh his valley was definitely Love the Coopers. His peak is probably I Tanya now, but it it was Stepmom and Hope Floats back to back. Yeah, Hope Floats, Stepmom, how can you? Hope beat Floats, that? you got a Sandy Bullock feature. Hope Floats is actually under twenty five as well. Oh, we got to do that. Yeah. If Harry Connick Jr. ever comes up ever again. Speaking of Harry Connick, he's in this movie. He's in this movie. Along with Hilary Swank. Third billing, but, you know, yeah. it still counts. Yeah, he's third billing above Kathy Bates, Gina Gershon, and Lisa Kudrow. Gina Gershon, return guest uh, to, to Real Yeah, Rotten. yeah, this is her second uh, movie this is her after second Cocktail. second time after 5% Cocktail. Check that episode out, people. That was Steven's first episode. It was my first episode. Uh, uh, my uh, my uh, virgin daiquiri. Your debut. You your debut. Yeah, yeah. As the Filipinos say. Debut. Uh, it also featured Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey AKA, Dean Morgan, a.k.a. Negan from Walking Dead. Uh, you can't say that times. on the podcast. Why can't we say that on the podcast? You can't say Negan. Oh. You're oh, white, man. Oh, oh yeah, my God. Negan. Negan uh, <laughs> from The Walking Dead. Moving on. Uh, and, uh, he, uh, he was no, also famous as the comedian from yes, Watchmen. Yes, as the comedian from Watchmen. Yeah. yeah. And, and, the, and the non-existent dead husband in Weeds. So, so yes. that, that's a that's a nice callback. You know, I, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in for like what? Three I was episodes? deep. In, yeah, I was deep in weeds for a brief period. Of that time. was that was when I was all hot for Jeffrey Dean Morgan. It was like, oh, yeah, Netflix then, Instant Q comes out, and then I think PS I love Watchmen. you. PS I love you introduced me to Jeffrey Dean. Yeah, and then Watchmen like solidified him, and yeah. then Weeds was like. You love this guy. Yeah. What are you thinking? It's like, oh, I'll watch the show for you, Jeffrey D. Morgan, even though you're only in three yeah, episodes. I just like to think I, – I always thought that their relationship was – Was more to it than was just – Was real. Like, yeah. 
I really felt the Mary Louise Parker, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, three names. Yeah. You know, they each have three names. Three each. on three. Three by three. Three by three. Yeah. So. Three is a crowd in Three's the bedroom. Company. You know. Company. Uh, plot keywords for this movie. We got letter, friendship, birthday, widow, and hairy chest. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> My favorite one's got to be hairy chest. <laughs> absolutely. It's just somebody's Googling all these things like, what movie has letters, friendships, birthdays, widows, and a hairy chest? <laughs> hairy chest really makes it for me. Tagline is, sometimes there's only one thing left to say. Is is it I love you? Is it really I love you? Or is it like, take care? No, that's it. That's, okay. It's sometimes there's only one thing left to say in multiple letters. I've heard a lot of take cares <laughs> in my in my time. Take Not a lot care. of I love you's. <laughs> Warner Brothers was a studio. Came out in December 2007. PG-13 rating, 126 minutes. It's a good, it's a good long one. A little too long. It's little a good long. long one. <laughs> yeah. If you got time... If you want to do ever do a double feature, uh, real rotten style, <laughs> do P.S. I Love You matched with Eight Crazy Nights. You'll watch two like actual like well timed movies if you do that. Yeah, if you want to watch a nice double feature, watch P.S. I Love You and then watch P.S. I Love You again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then and then just cry and then seal the deal because it's Valentine's Day. Absolutely. Rotten Tomatoes rating of twenty four percent, twenty four fresh ratings. 78 rotten ones. That's not good average. That, that doesn't that doesn't make sense at all now that I think about it. That's not a good average. That average, that average is slightly that, off. That, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's actually less than 24. They probably rounded up. Yeah, they, right? were, they were being nice about if my it. my math is right. I think because of the user score maybe. I, know, I used to do a lot of math, but then I had to stop because I was addicted. Hey, you know. Uh, the audience score is incredible, 80%. Everybody loves this yes, movie. People are no critic PSL loves this you. movie, but actual actual people in the outside world love this movie. And that just goes to show you why we, uh, why us Americans have the president we have today. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can say that about every single movie that we're watching for yeah, this podcast. Yeah. It's like, oh, they made a million, bajillion dollars. Uh, uh, oh, I wonder. The budget was $30 million. $30 million. Solid, solid uh, rom-com budget, yeah. I would say. Mostly airline fees flying back and forth from Ireland. Yeah. Uh, the gross worldwide, 156 million, 53 in the U.S., which yeah. means it made 100 overseas. Americans didn't love this. I bet the Irish loved this I bet movie. the Irish were okay. No, I bet the Irish didn't like it because they hated Gerard Belize. Honestly, I feel like they this is They probably took a, him out of the movie. This is the Irish versions. This is the Irish version of The Room. I believe so. Just because of the accent alone. That's totally possible, yeah. actually. Yeah, absolutely. The Rotten Tomatoes review blurb of this movie is, Hillary is miscast as romantic lead in this cliched film about love and loss. Yeah, what? that's that's pretty much all you, yeah, all you can do. I mean, but then again, you I, have a lot I, of more outstanding actors. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen them like single somebody out like that. Yeah. I, I, she did she okay. She did deserve... No, no, she, I mean, Sorry. she did okay. She deserved the the criticism. Is I think that what she you're deserved to be named in the RT blurb, but well, she is a two two time Oscar winner. Two time Oscar. Kathy winner. Bates was a. I mean, all zero of zero time Oscar looking, winner. When looking this came through out? looking through a lot of the blurbs, a lot of them are just saying like she's a good actress, just not in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that. The blurbs. I need to know yours because I feel like you took mine. And, well, we're starting and, off with the Richard Roper one. It's not mine. See, it's everybody's then. That was no, the one not, I was going to choose. Okay, that's not that's not the one I'm choosing. I just wrote it down so that it's, it's on the record because it, it needs to be heard. So, it's, you, so it's, that can be yours. No, 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 no. We'll say it for the record because it, it really needs to be said because that's, that's what type of movie this is. Richard Roper of the Chicago... Chicago Sun, Sun-Times. Sun-Times. I thought it was Tribune. Legendary. Legendary paper. Said... 
there's just enough to recommend. It's just enough. It's yeah. just it's it makes the cut. Like yeah. when you think of a rom romantic, not even a rom com. I would love to say this is a rom com because of the comedic moments, but it's a romance movie. It's a romance movie about loss. Yeah, I didn't think that was possible, but it's true. Yeah, I did not. Uh, you know, fully. What's your What's your blurb about? I agree it? with that. What's your favorite blurb? I went to my girl Lisa Schwartzbaum. Okay. Because I I grew up leading, reading uh, Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, of course you did. So she said, uh, "What? Just because I'm white?" No, nah, because you're privileged. She said, uh, <laughs> "FYI, there's zero chemistry between P.S. I Love You's two commodified headliners." Commodified, like as in commodity. As in like commodity. Wow. She gave it a D plus. Wow. Lisa didn't really go that hard in the paint all the time, but no. she did on that one, and I appreciate her for it. Yeah. She's no longer with Entertainment Weekly, by the way. Oh, I'm sure. She thought she I was going to say greener, she's dead. Yeah, she went she's on to greener dead. pastures. It's okay. Fun. What's yours? My blurb of, cho- my blurb of choice was from uh, David Keyes from cinemafile.org. And I quote, I hated every calculated second of it with a passion. Straight to the point. I agree with him. I believe it. I'll stick with it. Now it's time to get into it. We're going to bring on our guest, our special guest, our first ever woman guest female guest we stay woke we had a we had a female guest on the last episode if you might have heard it yeah i wasn't here so i'm not gonna count it yeah so we're not counting it because steven wasn't here yeah so this is our first actual guest on an actual episode her name is rachel and she's coming in right after we do our two minute recap oh my god but first we're gonna stop for a word from our sponsors sure and this episode has been brought to you by apple you know what the doctor says, right, Stephen? What do they say, Nick? An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Do the doctors say that or do other people say that? I, I think, don't care. Yeah. Because we have the solution for you. If you've been finding it hard to find apples, like you, there's no trees around and you live in a city. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this app called Apple sends you apples. Does this app pleases you, please you in any way as well? Yes. Oh, okay. Gets you right to the core. Oh, hurts me to the core. Yep, puts seeds in your belly. I heard that's dangerous. Yeah, like Chucky from Rugrats. <laughs> I, I saw that episode. Yep, but this one is different. This one, they send you 30 apples a month. You know how many days are in the month usually, Stephen? Let's see, on average 30. Yep. Okay. And you know what an apple day does? Keeps keep some sort of doctor away. And if you log on for your first time, they will send you five more apples for your first month. So I'm getting 405 apples a month? Yes. Oh, wow. That's an incredible time. deal. You know how much it costs? How much it costs? One dollar. One dollar for a You just got to download the app. You just got to download the app. It's not even a monthly thing. I don't, you just pay one dollar. They're interested in your well-being. I don't see how that's a, a proper business model. Oh, yeah. Get it while it lasts because yeah. they are going out of business for sure. Absolutely. I want my 400 apples and then nothing. Just use the code RealRotten at checkout and uh, you'll get the deals upon the deals upon the cores of the trees of the apples. And we're back. And we're back. So, Stephen, uh, if you recall last episode on D2 Mighty Ducks. Yes, sir. Which could possibly be out after this episode. Probably not, but we'll, we'll keep our hopes up. Yeah. Um, we, we decided to do a new 
version of the three minute recap. We did. Now we're doing the two minute recap. We did. We tried. Yeah. Well, we tried. Yeah. Now I'm going to do the first minute and you do the second minute. Yeah. This is going to end so well. Yeah. This, it went really well the last time, which is why we're bringing him back. P.S. I love you. 2007. Hillary Swank is in an apartment with Gerard Butler. Well, first they're walking up. Her name's Holly. His name's Jerry. I only remember that because they're Gerard and Hillary. And uh, she is being very cold to him. And then this is pretty much the whole first 10 minutes of the movie. The credits don't start till the 12-minute mark. But the first 10 minutes are her being ridiculous to him and being angry at every single thing that he says, regardless of what he says, just because he wants to have kids. So, moving past that, he dies from a brain tumor. <laughs> you don't see any of that. They're at the wake. The wake happens. She's like, oh my god, I'm so sad. And then she gets really sad for a long time. Okay? And then Kathy Bates is the mom and has always not liked her son-in-law. And then Harry Connick Jr. is the bartender. And this goes on for a while. And then finally she starts getting letters from... Her dead husband and the letters challenge her to do things in her life that she wouldn't have been able to do. Once she achieves the letters or receives and achieves the letters, she uh, decides to act upon them. So uh, one of them is to uh, basically every letter is to recreate every embarrassing and monumental moment between um, her relationship with with quote unquote Jerry uh, Gerard Butler as a poor Irishman. Um, one of them is, uh, you know, recreate, reenacting a karaoke moment that she, that she shared with him. Another moment was going to Ireland, uh, as, as she did in her first time, uh, meeting the man. Uh, she goes to Ireland. She meets, uh, she meets a lovely Irishman that she immediately sleeps with because that's what you do when you're in Ireland. And it turns out it's Jerry's best friend. Oh, and she gets worried about it and, and, uh, and gets, gets nervous about it. Just like she does throughout the entire movie. She eventually meets Jerry's parents. Uh, who reconcile with her, tell her it's going to be okay. She goes back to New York. She she applies her uh, skills that she learned from Jerry and uh, becomes her own independent move- woman and moves on. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's all we need to say. Yeah. She and had her moments in New York. She had her moments in Ireland. She came back. She, she got over the ghost of Jerry. Jerry Kennedy. But now it's time to bring in our special guest. McCarthy. That's what it was. Right? I don't know. I don't know. And uh, she is a young lady. She's something. She's here because of Valentine's Day. Not because she's a woman, but because she has insight that we do not have. And it's important, we believe here at Real Rotten, to uh, bring in all the help we can get because we need it. And we especially need it today when talking about P.S. I Love You. And we're hoping that she can help us out. Look, full disclaimer... We don't get a lot of guests. It's yeah. it's like pulling teeth to get guests. So it's not just a misogynistic thing that we all we get is dudes. So we sincerely appreciate the feminine perspective. This is a call out to any of our female guests. If you would like to talk about a terrible movie, please come on our podcast. And today we're not doing our usual uh, acted out because if you've ever seen P.S. I Love You, you know that there's no humorous parts to act out of this movie that would really like translate over podcast. Uh, so we're coming in with the first and only ever segment of Rachel rants. Hello, Rachel. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, it's great to be here. It feels good to be popping my rotten cherry tomato, especially given that it's almost Valentine's day. Whoa! 
Hot take. Cherry Poppin' Daddies Cherry is the name Daddies. of a band. Yeah, it's uh, too right. So, Rachel, we understand that you watched P.S. I Love You. I did, by yes. myself. <laughs> yeah. Alone in a bedroom. I think that's the only way to watch it. Um, and we understand you have some, some feelings about it. We're going to get into all the specifics later, but we're going to give you one minute. I have my timer ready soon. Starting soon. Okay, it's almost ready. Okay, now it's ready. I'm going to give you one minute. And you can say anything you want about this movie. And this is the first ever, and probably only ever, <laughs> Rachel Rant. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Starting in five, four. Let's get real. A more fitting title than P.S. I Love You is P.S. You Have Daddy Issues. This entire movie reveals how Holly is scared, oh, scarred, scared or scarred, from the trauma of her dad leaving her at 14. For that reason, she ends up having terrible taste in men. From Jerry to his bandmate to Harry Connick Jr., she misses the mark and is forever locked into a teenage mentality about men. Which is pretty depressing when you realize it, because she'll always be mourning her dad and Jerry. And the characters vomit out comedic banner to lighten this tragedy, but in the end, we are left with poorly written letters and a shittier Iris accent. And Holly, your shoes suck. Wow, she, she only needed 46 seconds, but <laughs> bombs. that was a better recap of the movie than our whole two minutes, and yeah. she did it in a yeah. minute and 15 less. I, yeah, I feel like that needs to be, that That could eventually be a bit on yes. uh, Real Rock. <laughs> yeah, Rachel I think that Rock. we should just, if Rachel's ever around, we just bring her in. So Rachel, hello, welcome, we're happy to have you. Hi, Rach. Thanks, guys. Um... Rage, do you Rachel? do you do you what have you like prefer? do you have like a history with this movie? Do you remember the first time that you saw this movie? I think the first time I've heard about this movie was in seventh grade. I had a best friend who loved rom coms, and wow. she'd go on and on about this movie, how it was one of her favorite romantic comedies, and I had only walked watched it until last night. Wow! Wow, that's your first viewing. Yeah. Wow, that is awesome. I'm glad you held out. Yeah, that's all I got. Stephen, do you have any history with this movie? Watching it for the first time? Yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a story or two. Um, yeah, the first time I've ever watched. I never intended to watch this movie. By the way, when it first came out, I was like, "That looks dumb. I don't plan <laughs> on watching it. I'm over it." Uh, but then I got in a relationship. Then I got in a relationship uh, a, a few years back, and, and this is one of the movies she wanted to watch. And I believe this might have been the first the first movie where this incident happened. This this particular this particular um, friend fr- no fr- a friend lady friend she decided that she wanted to watch a, a, a P.S. I Love You one night. So so we watch it. It was a good time, you know, you, with your t- typical significant other. You you spoon. You're like sitting with each other. You feel like you're having a great time, well, yeah, especially like while watching a movie. Sweaty spooning, where you have like your hands, where you feel you hold hands, you hold hands way too long, and then you're just like, ugh. You're like, like <laughs> yeah. just rubbing it off your <laughs> on your on your uh, flannel shirt. Anyways, um, well, I, I felt like we had a great time watching this movie. It was really emotional, really deep uh, at the at the time. I thought um, immediately after the movie ends, immediately like credits are rolling immediately. She uh, she wants to have a conversation about the relationship. Ooh. Yeah, and the, and the, I'm here to tell you this was the first of three 
times watching this to, movie no 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 not just this movie this is the first of three times watching a movie where after the movie she wanted to talk about her relationship i'd like to know what other movies triggered but perhaps that <laughs> oh no 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 for another episode. no we can't because they're all they're both great movies the the second film was sideways the third oh, okay. film i can see that not really the third <laughs> film was uh what is it called uh, uh cashback it was like this oh Bri- cashback this british movie i love cashback. the british movie where he controls time yeah and yeah so many boobs in that movie absolutely and uh and i just don't under and i just don't understand uh, uh uh why a relationship conversation had to happen after all three of those movies yeah those are as far as movies go too pretty like, random i love you is the only one that really actually makes sense i would say so because she's like maybe she's thinking about her future yeah like, she's that's just like what if plausible. you die sort of thing yeah what if you die would i care you know that sort of thing but but the other two movies i was like you lost me i don't know why you wanted to talk about this when when we're having such a great time enjoying uh some uh, paul giamatti and gerard butler I would like to add the same friend, the one that was obsessed with rom-coms in middle school, this same friend <laughs> was such a hopeless romantic that when she got a boyfriend oh, no. in middle school, she didn't want to lose her virginity, so she decided to have anal sex instead. Yeah. <laughs> what a trooper. What a trooper. Uh, that's what I did. I commend it. <laughs> Of they course. should make a rom com about that, but maybe that, up the age. Wow, I like, later after middle yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So middle school, middle school, yeah. <laughs> middle school's a little young. Call it the O ring promise. Hey oh <laughs> Is this movie cheap in its uh, in its in its whole death thing? I mean, okay, so it's based off a book, right? But it's quick and abrupt. Yeah, like they bring it up. They don't want to bring it up because it's cliche to bring up a death. But um, it's weird now how it transitions from an argument straight into a wake. Or, or, or funeral procession, reception sort yeah, of Yeah, and then it's like you were supposed to get to know him all, all that in like that first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah, like a whole argument defines the entire relationship. That's a shitty relationship, if yeah, you ask me. right? Right? Right. Am I right because here, Because I think what determines a good rom-com is the amount of time the couple spends together. And the fact that we only get 10 minutes of Jerry... It's already setting the tone how it's going to be yeah. an awful movie. <laughs> yeah. And then compare it to like when Harry met Sally, when there's plenty of screen time between the two characters. Great movie. Yeah, and on top of that, they is this even, let's talk about, is this even a rom-com? So first of all. I want to say yes, but at the same time, no, because it's it's like... I think it was maybe a drama that they decided to make lighter. It's sixty forty. It's sixty percent like romantic drama, forty percent rom com. But but it, it it's not a good mix if you want a if you want like a good audience and a good reception of a movie, right? I don't, I don't well, know. Well, my question would be, did you guys laugh or cry more? I laughed more at the at unintentional things. Yeah, unintentional funny laughter things. was the intentionally funny moments. I did not laugh. But did did you cry, Nick? Real tears. I I feel like that's a biased question because he cries during every movie. Well, yeah, I do cry, but I did cry one tear, one or two tears. <laughs> All right, fine. Then in the first, shed a single tear. In the first letter. The first letter is the one that got to me. I remember the first time I saw this movie, I do remember crying at the first letter and the last letter. Mm. But the last letter this time, I was like, why the fuck did I cry to that last letter? I think maybe it's the parents' letter, letter that I cried to. 
The second, the first time. Well, I don't think they talk about the... Letter. Yeah, they don't really read it, but I think it's like the... The conversation. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just a sucker for like when people read letters from Especially people. Especially old people when they're ready to die. And... Yeah, when, when people read letters of people that have like passed, so it's like their voice, you know, is like... That always kind of hits me. Absolutely. So I, I wasn't able to stop myself. Yeah. Yes, I love you is so sad. No one should have to be married to Gerard Butler or Hillary Swank. <laughs> but let's get into the podcast. So let's start out with who made the movie work and who didn't, which for this movie we're going to call P.S. I Love You and P.S. I Hate You. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so, I like it. So we'll start with Steven. Steven, who did you P.S. Love? Uh, this is a letter. If we're, if we're writing a letter to the actor, I'm writing a letter to the actor. Go for that. You to don't you, have to, to do you, that. To you, sir. <laughs> to you, sir. For the reach. So it's Kathy Bates. <laughs> <laughs> go, I mean, go on. Yeah. Just kidding. I love Kathy Bates. Um, uh, you know, honestly, I might have to change my answer here. I think who made it honestly work for me in, in, in a role that like perfectly defines her is uh, Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow played a really good, uh, really good acting role in that she was she was the outrageous thinking, outrageous uh, exuding female friend. Yeah, you didn't find. I just found the the stuff about the guy, about the like the her finding a guy to date. Stuff, yeah, like, super trying for me. Super. Yeah. Like I did not. I was not a huge fan of that whole. Of course, but but I think that was the role that she was trying to portray, and yeah. she did it in a funny way. In yeah, her she. Home, Lisa I, yeah, I guess she did good she, in the movie. She made with the role. What she had. Yeah. She made this role work for herself. Yeah, and, I don't. And, and I don't know acting. whether I applaud her or <laughs> if I think this was a failure because I almost feel like. She saw the character in Sex of the City, Samantha, yeah. and she thought, wow, I had to be this dumb character on my sitcom, so I finally get to channel my Samantha on this uh, movie. Yeah. She, she definitely exuded a, a Phoebe. She went from dumb to dom. It was Phoebe like, acting dominatrix. like Samantha. <laughs> yeah. Phoebe acting like Samantha. Yeah, that is, sure. that. yeah, that's totally what it was. And that's why, for me, it kind of didn't really. Okay. It worked for me, because uh, I'm not, I don't feel like Lisa Kudrow reaches that much yeah, and yeah. when she does it's it doesn't work. I but, mean we can just she, be up front that right most of these characters didn't they were at least not likable. Like Yes. Yes. Who was the who was the most likable character in this whole movie? It's a good question. It's a good question. I think the, the father-in-law? Yeah. I really like the father-in-law. Okay. I did like him too. I think that Jerry had his eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seemed it seemed real to you. Good genetic uh, casting. <laughs> yeah. 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 He, he, he was enjoyable too, actually. Both the, the parents were good. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dean was all right. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, you really liked him. That was your best. No, no. Who was no. your best? My best was my worst at the same time. It was Harry Carr Jr. Oh, <laughs> see, I was gonna say that at first. Yeah, but, but, yeah, yeah. Right. No. Well, he worked and he didn't work because exactly the beginning of the movie, I was like, who the fuck is this yeah. guy? And I'm like, he's the worst character. Is he autistic? Does he have Asperger's? Exactly I'm still not sure if he has. He, I'm pretty sure he's he autistic. Had, he said he had a syndrome. Yeah, so he. So it could very well but be Asperger's. They, they would always make the rule, the thing like, oh, I'm just rude and I'm taking pills. So you never knew if they like were actually serious about it or not, <laughs> or if, if he was taking like pills, he could still be on. Or Asperger's. if he's actually like. <laughs> 
has Asperger's or is autistic. Yeah. I'm yeah. almost positive he's autistic. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's on the spectrum. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Harry Connick Jr. for sure is my worst choice because he's my best choice. Yeah. Like, and so, yeah, I hated, so... Him. I hated him in the beginning. And then in the middle, I, I wrote a specific note like, is Harry Connick Jr. the best part of this movie now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, re- he really is. Um, he, uh, he totally went out of his wheelhouse and, and made this role his own. Because I, if you think of Harry Connick Jr., you don't think of a guy who who's brat who's brazen and brat. Yeah, yeah, he's almost endearing. He is endearing. Super, yeah. super. He, the the real Harry Connick Jr. is very endearing. Yes, Harry he, Connick Jr. He plays piano like a champ. He's yep. a great voice. He's so talented. He's so talented. Yeah, and I mean, my, he won my heart over in the scene where they're at the bar, and <laughs> he he asks Holly, "Oh, how would he die?" And she goes. Brain tumor. And he responds, nice. So his first lines. He right. won you over with his first lines. Rachel, who is your worst? Besides Alex. I was really, oh! I was really disappointed in Kathy Bates. Oh, really? Yeah. Why so? Her character or her as performance? Her... A bit of both. Yeah. Why is that? Um... I don't think she was she was being a selfish mom and just mm. because she was mourning her own husband mm-hmm. she was being resentful towards her own daughter because her husband left her. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's the alternate name of this movie is PS I'm selfish. But in the end you do <laughs> yeah. see her soften up when she gets a piece of Irish ass. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That okay, yeah, we'll get to that. So part that's eventually. that's redeeming at the end. Okay. Spoiler alert. Um I'm here I'm here to tell you. Um she is she is uh, batting average for Irish mothers when it comes to that trait. She is so uh, 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 what is it wanting to push the guilt onto the child so much. I know that uh, uh, very well. <laughs> Kathy, Kathy Bates, her character. The whole the whole no the, what you uh, were saying about Irish, how Kathy Irish, Bates Irish was Catholics putting, are known putting for, the uh, Irish Catholic guilt on the daughter. Like oh yeah you're you're too worried about this. Well, you're too hung up on really this. So, that's that's some artistic flair there because she hates this Irish Irish dude, but yet she's she fell in love and, and got guilt. divorced by an Irish man. So it's like, oh, I'm I I really enjoy who you went after, but but man, he's a he's an actual foreigner. That's why I'm against him. I'm pretty sure that was that was part of it. And, it, and she, were, she's a red state. They always say that they were young. They always say that they were young. Yeah, because I mean, Hillary Swank was 19. Allegedly, they got married at 19. He died. No, no, no. He. Must have been older because she turned thirty in the movie, and he's. They said that he lived till he was thirty six, thirty five. Yeah, so yeah. That means he's five years old. So he was like twenty four when she was nineteen. Mm-hmm. So I can see why parents are. It's not that Irish that. puppy love, you know. It's that Irish puppy love, you know. He's he's the he's the dark Irish, so he's more alluring. So like Colin, like Colin Farrell. Yeah, he should have been Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Colin Farrell would have been great in this movie. Yeah, he would have been the perfect Jeffrey Dean Morgan character as William, but I, oh, yeah. I don't think they had the budget for Colin Farrell because this is still like his hot moment. He was just getting off he of uh, Daredevil, <laughs> yeah. Minor- Minority Report. He's busy peaking. The, 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 the recruit. If anybody's peaking, is definitely Colin Farrell at all times. I stay peaking with these lovely bonnies around me. <laughs> Boil. He, is Boil. A hu- he does have a huge penis. He really does. We need to recognize that. How do you know that? He's seen this. Speaking fact. of huge penis, I've not- I noticed that Jerry makes several jokes about how he's hung. How Absolutely. He's a hung Irishman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because he's Irish, and so they make jokes about how big they are because they're really not that big. I, I, I know that from personal experience. <laughs> it's called the Irish Kiss. 
Is it really? Yeah, yeah. You can look, that was from uh, Google Hunting. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, fuck you, Bobby, and your Irish kiss. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> no, let's talk about Elias Frank. Yeah, yeah. Actually, there were moments where she really got me going. She's great. She she has this beautiful smile, and she she's earnest, which mm-hmm. I love. I do think that the writers made her seem extremely oblivious and dumb. And materialistic. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about... Okay, so their apartment was awesome. It right? was really cool. Yeah. We can all agree that that was a really cool apartment. It was really cool. And apartment. all she did was complain about that apartment. All she did was complain to Jerry. All she but did was complain to Jerry. The only time that I liked her in the whole movie... She was fucking selfish the entire movie, except for that the one beginning of when they met. And she was like, and lost. she's just, and she's just lost. First of all, she must be crazy because she's just like wandering for hours. Hey, I'm lost. I yeah. don't know where I am. She doesn't turn around well, and go back. Just walking down this road. I think where she's am I, acting guys? like that because she's angry at herself. <laughs> there's actually a <laughs> lot. There's the actually dad's, a lot the of themes stuff. that are are pretty accurate in this movie. I think she's angry at herself for not knowing what she wants in her professional career. Mm. So she resents jerry for being so happy and carefree yeah. free-spirited because she so badly wants to be happy like him yeah but she doesn't want to have kids because she hasn't figured out her life yet and what she wants as as a as a woman in her career that's that's okay. a fair observation yeah, that, absolutely <laughs> that is definitely <laughs> something i didn't really think about nick has no answer for that no yeah um, i was thinking i was only thinking about the only time that i liked her was in the beginning when she's that's when she finally, like, she verbalized it, that same thing that you just said. She verbalized to him in the beginning, just like, I want to do this and this and this, but I don't know how to do any of this. And she was, like, scared of it the whole time. And that was the only time that I found her, like, really intriguing as a character. Also, I want to call out that Hilary Swank was actually um, a very, very, uh, she played a very violent character. Like, Holly was very violent to Jerry. She threw everything at Jerry. Like, Every type shoes, of shoes. Uh, those are uh, those are stabby bands. stabby shoes. Hair <laughs> bands that sounded like a cement block hitting his nose uh, at the karaoke scene. That that sound effect was I'm calling that well, out. Well, her right dad there. left her when she was at 14, <laughs> so I just feel like she regresses when she's frustrated and when she doesn't have any direction in life. So she acts out. That's her way of dealing with trauma and frustration. You're right. <laughs> yeah, trying to get all Freud on. No, you're no, you're right. She she I guess she regresses at Jerry all the time, but but man, why you got to take it out on Jerry? Jerry's only <laughs> Jerry's only trying to live. Jerry's only trying to live with, died. A, with a proper Which just died. goes to show yeah. women and women And all- she's still mad at him when he has the brain tumor. Like there's Yeah, what she, she only figures out what she wants when she loses him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't need a man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be mad at you the entire t- length of our relationship, even though you're the love of my life. Oh, you're going to die? Oh, why did you have to leave me? Why is life so unfair? Why did you have to go away, even though I told you to go away every time during that argument? Well, okay. Well, now now I believe Rachel, and I'm on Rachel's side. And she just she just made me like Hillary just a little bit more in this movie. She's a great but, actress. But there's two, other characters, there's two other characters that we got to talk about. Okay. So okay. The first is Jerry. So we got to talk about Jerry, and we got to talk about... The letters, because the letters are not, they're not great, right? No. These lessons that, and like challenges that she's doing, he's doing for her are I want not. want you to go out and get all dolled up. Yeah, see, this is like the, the, the fake deepness of this movie is, yeah. is the letters is really speaks that like represents it. 
I think, though, um, that's where the fakeness comes involved. Because uh, according to the trivia in this movie, though, the, obviously this, or not, not so obviously, this movie is based off of a book. And in the book, the letters are exactly the same as they are in the movie. So I think uh, they they there use must be the letters. Context in the book. Exactly. So you use the 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 letters as a source material from the book to the movie, and I think it gets lost in translation. Like I'm sure if you go back and read the book, the letters are that much more impactful, that much more. Yeah, deep, I, t- deep I talked to a couple people that did read the book, and all of them said it was a very good book. Okay. Well, the letters don't resonate with us as an audience because, again, you only get. 10 minutes of screen time with mm-hmm. the couple and so you don't feel attached to their relationship so yeah. the letters just read empty yeah and their flashbacks were not especially important like yeah things. impactful deep meaningful. i could never tell she was having a flashback if it's something that actually or if, happened like, or if it was a hallucination <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah right yeah and her fall <laughs> her falling off the stage and like her whole face breaking yeah like she broke her whole face normally like she must have not put her hands out to stop her fall, or she must have, like, hit a bar on the way down. And she was drinking. She you got, can't blame her. She got fucked up. She that. got messed up Speaking of up hallucinations and fantasies, oh. I kept hoping that there would be a dirty letter and that no. we'd see some steamy scene between them. Yeah. Because, I mean, Gerard Butler, he, he's great. He looks great. He looked great. Um, that was, this is and fresh then, off and, of... 300. Yeah. 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 So he's he's still ripped. You saw and that one, those couple of shirtless scenes, he was ripped. Hillary Swank... I'm not sure if you guys noticed that, but there was a scene where she was wearing a oh. green dress, and her chest looked amazing. I, I mean, her smile's great, but her chest. And I'm like, the, I want to see these when two. You, fuck. Yeah, this yeah was, when you uh, saw her like V cut when she was at doing karaoke. Yeah, she was looking good. <laughs> this was, was probably off her million dollar baby. This is no, yeah, yeah. This is two years after million dollar baby. Yeah, so, so she's, she's still, still in got shape. that boxing bod. Yeah, yeah. So this is their recovery movie. They trained yeah. for Million Dollar Baby and 300. Yeah. Like, they did their know, awards yeah. movies. They're moving on. Yeah. yeah, the only sexy scenes were in the beginning. In the beginning, where they're like making out and stuff, but then they would talk about something that would kill the mood every yeah. time. So it was like Jerry would say like, oh, yeah. Hong. <laughs> Hong. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "What are you song about my life?" <laughs> and she's like, "No, I know everything about your life." By the way, <laughs> we've been together ten years. By the way, Gerard Butler with the worst Irish American Scotch accent I've ever heard of in my entire life. I'm ne- he needs to apologize every year to the Irish people just for having that accent. The worst should. accent. The worst. I just wanted to say that. And the last character we got to talk about is uh, Nellie's character of Claire the sister. Oh, Claire the sister. Everybody's favorite fucking character. (laughs) Because I know that we feel differently on this. Because I love Claire the sister. And and I I for sure cannot stand Nellie McKay. Nellie (laughs) McKay. And this is the only thing I've ever seen her in. This is the only thing I've ever heard of her in. Can't stand her. This is the only thing I remember about this movie is how much I hate her. I think she was the only thing. Her and Jeffrey Dean Morgan I remembered more in this movie than I remembered any of the other characters. I don't know why, because when I watched it again, it was like PTSD sort of thing, where it's like, oh, her face just reminds me of something, and I must have just gotten like really into her like right after this yeah. movie. She does have a, 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 a remember-some pres- face. And she has like the 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 vibe of like quirky new yorker yeah like we're like but she's apparently a world traveler yet she still acts like oh i'm from i'm from bed <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted to put it out there that me and steven uh what did you yeah, think of of, of claire sister <laughs> oh at first i thought she was a blast from the past and they were layering this element of this woman that was before holly oh. when she walks up into the the bar i thought 
Oh, oh I, yeah, like an X or something. Yeah. yeah, that's what oh, I thought. Totally too, I, first I thought it was laying in this dramatic mm-hmm. element, but she's just just the quirky sister. Yeah, yep. that that serves no purpose. <laughs> but there you go. It served a purpose for Nick. I think the purpose is that again, it's supposed to show how Holly deals with her grief, and you have her sister, who's the opposite of her, someone who's we free agree, like, and Claire's wants the... to escape. Her father's, her her father leaving her by traveling the world rather than trying to find her father in another man. Right. So, so you just heard it. Claire's the best character. Okay, yeah. all right. She's also the least selfish character. No, in the sure. Whole movie. So, so here's my here's my uh, I gotta beg the question <laughs> here though. What's 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 worse? Wallowing in your own depression about a love lost and never being able to find it again, or living carefree as if nothing matters. Would you rather live as nothing matters or would you rather live like this one thing mattered and now I can't have it again until I find another thing that matters? I'd rather live like Claire. I don't know if you distilled her enough, but yeah. But that's a hollow life, I feel like. I don't know how hollow. It's pretty hollow. To you, maybe. It oh, seems. it's it's hollow. <laughs> you just don't Well, see wait, it wait, wait, wait. Claire wasn't Holly Claire like Claire before she met Jerry because Holly was yeah. – off traveling the world, studying abroad, taking this trip before she yeah. met Jerry. Jerry. Jerry reintroduced Jerry, her to a new life. Jerry. Jerry. I don't know. I just I'm begging the question. Please, uh, please tweet us in Instagram. As yeah, yeah. Because we are you on, on Team Claire or Team Holly? Team and, Claire, uh, Team Holly. Hashtag. We're, we're moving into. I don't even think we need to go best and worst scenes because. Nothing really. Everything like, was mediocre. Yeah, nothing yeah. really stood out one way or another. To yeah, me. everything. Almost the whole movie. You couldn't tell like what was the most egregiously bad scene and what was the most egregiously like well done scene. It was all very uh, milk toast. Let's go best and worst letter. Best and worst letter. Best letter was the first letter. Yeah, sure. for me that that was the only time that I like welled up and got emotional. Oh, so there was the tape recording. Yeah, where you hear his voice. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, definitely weird. Super weird. Uh, Rachel, <laughs> Rachel, what was your best uh, best letter? I can't really say, but I will say I didn't like the scene where Holly's two best friends walk into the house in Ireland and they read two letters. Oh, they read the letters yeah, instead of letters. her. Yeah, that was like no, those are their le- who, letters. Yeah, who read? No, they. Uh, no, they were two them. They were to them. Yeah. I thought. I thought. She, I thought Gina Gershon just opens up the letter. No, and that's Holly, what you need to come read this. I think that they might have like in a deleted scene, like established that he calls her like, what was it like, Mama? Oh yeah, big, yeah, big mama. that's big mama. Mama. baby. Yeah. yeah, it was like Big Mama was her name or something. Because and you were supposed calls, to just uh, you were supposed to just know that she was called Big Mama. I guess so because Gina Gershon keeps calling um, Hillary Swank baby. During the whole movie, and it was weird. <laughs> I was like, I don't get this baby reference. I was like, Oh, okay, I guess she calls what are her you baby. A, are you like, worth a million dollars? Are you my million dollar baby? Gina <laughs> <laughs> Gershon. Um, but yeah, that that didn't really work for for me as well. As and and yeah, I, I yeah, I, just, it was just all mediocre. I can't really pick. Everything was mediocre. Like best lines. Like let's go to that. I think the line that Rachel said earlier. That's the winner. Sorry about your loss. Thanks. How did he die? Brain tumor. Nice. But yeah, so that's the that is just like I was 
I was speechless. I was shocked and like I did not expect that to happen at that point in the movie. And then that established that Harry Connick Jr. is like ridiculous character in this movie. Daniel. Daniel, that was his name. But I think you had originally had another Daniel line that you liked. Or was it? Yes, Stephen, you actually know the first part of the line when he talks about his his shoulder. I can't be the invisible man. I'm tired of being the shoulder. I want to be another body part you need, you know? I want to be the bad guy. I want a woman to go crazy over me, and then I want to use her up until she's ruined for all other men. You don't want to. <laughs> and you don't know if he's indicating Yeah, heart because he's autistic and he has no idea how to take social cues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, need, I, need, I need to be a more important body part to you, like an eye. <laughs> or a nostril. Um... My, I would say my favorite line is uh, it's 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 a little conversation between uh, William, played by uh, Jeff, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, yep. and and Hillary Swank, also known as Holly Kennedy. William says, "You're very sweet," or "You're very sweet," and Holly Kennedy says, "Oh, oh God, the last time a guy said that, he followed it up with, but I don't date thirteen-year-olds." <laughs> well, lucky for you, neither do I. I did that not, was a weird line. Yeah, yes. I did not pick up on their that whole scene was weird. No. That whole scene was weird. And spoiler alert: I don't know why Holly returns to William at the end of the movie. It doesn't make any sense. But not there for him. She's she's there to show Kathy around. Oh, showing Kathy Bates around. Yeah, yeah. But then, but why was he staying at their house? Didn't he have his own house? They uh was oh. was there reasoning? Yeah. So. The, the reasoning I could only find via Wikipedia is uh, it was raining and it was late at night. So that was the only reason he stayed over. Because he rode on a horse over there? Night. Because, you know, it doesn't rain heavily in Ireland all the all time. All the time. It's, <laughs> it's not a heavy storm that, you know. Because oh, he has to worry about all one, the traffic getting back home. Once a goddamn week between the sheep and the, and the, and the <laughs> shepherds. Oh, so was his house near the house they were staying? Who knows? Who we knows? have no idea. I thought he it was that home. I thought it was that he saved them in the boat and they made him a meal as And then he got too drunk? You. Probably. To probably, drive. but then it was starting Maybe he got, maybe he got too drunk to drive. Did not catch I felt like Holly's friends were setting her Absolutely. up. Yeah, yeah, they were. They, they were. were it was just that. like So they were forcing him to stay home with wine and spaghetti cuz if you eat too much spaghetti you can't go home. You're just drunk <laughs> off spaghetti. Uh, and you're eating spaghetti in Ireland. I'm pasta sure waste. I'm pasta wasted right now. I'm sure you get. I'm sure I'm about to pass out. You get the <laughs> Instead of BAC it's BSC. <laughs> Blood you get spaghetti s- content. Oh my god! I'm talking about my thoughts. Blood spaghetti content. <laughs> yeah, your blood spaghetti content is through the roof. Sir. Yeah, are your veins spaghetti right now, sir? <laughs> sir, your veins are spaghetti. <laughs> hey, I'm Vinny Tabrioli, and when I get pulled over for bl- my blood spaghetti content, I want proper, I want proper notification. That's why I use the BSC meter. <laughs> Holy. Yeah, the only, the only last lines that I, uh, I wanted to touch on real quick were. How many casual, like, I want to die's there were in this movie? Yeah. There was a lot of, like, people like, oh, kill me. I want to die. And I was like, ah, these are all too soon. Yeah, like Lisa Kudrow. Oh, I haven't met the right man. I want to die. Yeah, too soon. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to get into top five. Top five. And I think we kind of went over the swankiest moments. We did. Yeah, for Hillary. So, and now we like her. Because Rachel explained how she how she feels. She's great. So she she was so, on her highest high when she when she hated Jerry. She was in her lowest low uh, after the funeral when she could only talk to 
Jerry um, via hallucinations or via his resting, his final Ash's resting place, also known as the Tesseract. Yeah, the, the weird Allspot. urn, the weird urn that the she made. The giant wooden boxy urn that if you stick in a Megatron, he dies. So, yeah. yeah. That was a weird urn. I'll give... I would not judge her. The shoe designing thing. She did her own thing. That was with another the shoe swanky. Design. That was another swanky she, moment. She she left it swanky by putting that. The shoes actually. Uh, on the at shoes. first, when she was drawing the shoes and like putting bit like bedazzling them, I was like, "Oh my god, girl, you need to you need to cut this shit out." Hey, I want this, an autumn leaf on this on this flat. <laughs> I was like, "This looks real bad." Yeah. But then, like when she was doing the drawings and stuff, that's when I saw like shoes that could look cool. Mm-hmm. Except there's no way that she's gonna succeed in life as a shoe artist. Yeah, yeah, it's like shoe art. A swanky but, moment is when she bitches out her client's husband. Ooh, that was that was gnarly. When she's showing them the yeah. property. I love it. I yeah. love it. She gets right into that chick's face. And I, and I love every second of it. It's like, no, you don't get to talk to anyone like that, let alone <laughs> your husband. Glad she glad she a, either got fired or quit because of that. That was never that was yeah. never. Yeah, we never really found out if she even left her job, to be honest. Yeah, she might have just got fired. Good thing she was living in like the cheapest, nicest apartment I've ever seen. Cheapest two bedroom in a bedsty. So let's get. Let's do a real quick selfish ranking. Most selfish. <laughs> selfish two, ranking. Yeah, selfish ranking. So number one, most selfish. Number five is probably middle selfish because we can't rank all the. Number rest one, of uh, number one for sure is Kudro. Uh, Kudro. I, I would say number one. Do you do you agree with that, Rachel? Who do you think is the most selfish? I don't know. I think Hillary Swank might. Well, she's the subject of the film. How can you? How, how she's the most can selfish, be? but you can justify. Yeah, you her can justify it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, her I would husband say died. Kudro is a close second, though, because in the scene in the bar, the way she she evaluates men is: yeah. Are you single? Yeah. Are you gay? Are you working? And then makes the decision to make out with them based upon. And then that's her final answers. decision. If they're a good kisser, then she stays with them. If they're a bad kisser, yeah. She, and then she meets she Dennis, them, Dennis the Duffy. <laughs> yeah, and then she meets Dennis Duffy. She's like, always the great, greatest or as, choice. Or as you might know, Mayhem from commercials. Yeah, Mayhem from Allstate. Uh, yeah, so she's two, and then number three, then Kathy. Between Kathy, yeah, Kathy's yeah. probably three because she kept her daughter. From, I just want my daughter to myself. Yeah, that was pretty messed up. Number four is Jerry. G- Jerry. Jerry for sure oh. selfish. It's like, oh, I want you to, I want you to remember me even though I'm dead. Like, yeah, remember me and and wallow. Yeah, in he couldn't help pity. but stay like in the limelight just a little bit longer. Yeah, you yeah. Know? it's just like you're dead, Jerry. Get over it. You're okay, dead. tell her to get over. Here's here's your first letter. I'm dead. Get over it, please. <laughs> oh, You'll God. feel better for yourself. End of movie. No. Sh- <laughs> P.S. I love you. Yes. P.S. Yeah. I love you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> And then Gina Gershon is probably Mm-mm. no. She's the most selfless for having a baby. How dare you, sir? <laughs> How dare you, sir? She is. He's introducing a life into this world. Yeah, Valentine's Day. Number five. Uh, um, the scene on the boat was pretty ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, but but you know, Hillary Strike just had to grab that rod. Yep, she really did. Uh, now, if we're gonna if we're gonna round it out, number five would have to be uh, the the Harry Connick. No, no, the singing leprechaun. He's so, so selfish. He's like, come on, I just need to do my job so I don't get ridden up. I'm just trying to sing you. Y'all will be there. <laughs> no, if he was, so, if he was selfish, like, no. he would have sang the song. Yeah. No. no. My number five selfish is Jeffrey Dean Morgan for just, just taking Oh, for it. taking the sloppy seconds because he yeah, was waiting just... for it his whole entire life? Oh, yeah. Because... I feel like that was this movie. It yeah, was I like... feel like he knew the entire he time knew, that yeah, it was He had to have known. He saw her at the bar. He was performing with, with uh, Gerard Butler. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. 
He was waiting for them sloppy seconds. And it says, he says it in the movie. Him and Jerry share everything. He that just wanted to women. feel forever connected to his Eskimo bro. Yeah. It's going to be his forever Eskimo bro. Posthumous always Eskimo remember, bro. Always, yeah. always remember your Eskimo uh, bro. I can't wait to be a posthumous Eskimo <laughs> bro with somebody. Wow. I, I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, me too, actually. I love you, kid. So before we get to the games, <laughs> last thing last thing I want to talk about is the music, mm. which I enjoyed. I like I like Irish folky type music. music. The no. music was good. I thought it was redeeming. Yeah. Yeah, the, that was probably the best part of the movie for me. Yeah, it was the best part. The score was horrendous. The but, score was not great, but the soundtrack was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. By all means, listen to the Pogues. By all means, listen to Flogging Molly. Not so much the Pogues, more so much Flogging Molly. If you like the Pogues, you you are a seriously uh, Irish they person. They opened with a good song by Camera Obscura. Ah, yes. I know the Academy is, is in the soundtrack. Yes. Um, but all I know is the, the soundtrack is a little bit different than like what was in the movie, too. Yeah. They had the Galway Girl, the Steve Earl. The Steve Earl version. Yeah. yeah. Which, That's the OG. Which I really appreciate. Yeah, Steve Earl's I legend. Even, I didn't even know that... Uh, Ed Sheeran has a version until oh yeah until yesterday. Man, after this movie ended, I just listened to music and watched music videos. Ten different renditions I, of I just Girl. like this was like the most blue balls about crying that I've ever had in my life. Like I felt like I wanted to cry the whole movie, but I never got enough reason to do it no. because this wasn't deep enough. Mm-hmm. So then afterwards, I was just like, I just feel like I need to just like let this all out somehow, and I just never got around to it. But I was close. Well, now it's time to get to the games. Sure finish the thing off strong our first game is going to be same title different movie yes which we've done before on the podcast but rachel i don't know if you know what it is it's come up with a movie that has the same title as ps i love you but a totally different movie and give us a one totally minute different plot line. just a one minute pitch yeah nick do you want to go for, for i will go first purposes? for example purposes because I, I i thought of mine same title, different movie. We have Nick Lyons here up first to give us the example of how it's done. So my movie is called P.S. I Love You 2. And it's actually a sequel to P.S. I Love You. And the secret part of the sequel is that Jerry is not dead. He's alive and well. And the only reason that he is dead is because he got back in another band and this band is going to the top because this band is led by an irishman of the name of bono <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it's called ps i love you too is because it's you too <laughs> and jerry gets caught eventually <laughs> he tries to live a low-key irish life with his U2 band <laughs> but then they hit the big time and he has to confront his worst fear his ex-wife <laughs> that thinks he's dead. <laughs> and uh, Hilly Strength probably beats the shit out of him. Yep. So that's P.S. I love you too. I'd pay for that sequel <laughs> and that I'd pay for it with my soul by watching that movie if it ever existed. Yeah. Bonus bonus pun one is uh, P.S. I love you. <laughs> and uh, this somebody somebody else said this to me. Is P.S. I love you. And it's about Nicolas Cage having sex with the Mona Lisa painting because he falls in love with it. So first he steals it and then he makes love to it. <laughs> Which is pretty great. P.S. I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Steven, are you ready? Oh, as ready as I'll ever be there, mate. One minute on the clock, starting in three, two, one, go. Open up uh, with a scene of the cold, dark Pacific Ocean. Full moon lapping on the on the surface um 
You see uh, lights and beacons flashing in the distance, approaching ever so slightly. It's a it's a warship moving through the darkness. No lights, except it's a sole beacon to prevent uh, any sort of aircraft from intercepting with it. It moves silently because it's being tracked. It's being tracked by an unknown submarine. Uh, this is a long-time uh, conflicting naval battle, uh, and we're seeing the very last tail end of it. There's only one surviving ship. It's uh, it's the nation of the Philippines, and it's their warship. And what better way to coincide with the hell of war than naming your battleship, your sole surviving battleship of this major battle, the P.S. Philippine State Ship, I Love You. Okay. <laughs> he always waits till the very end to like bring his bring his title into it. Yeah. And almost every time it hardly makes sense. It's the trailer. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's the trailer. So yeah, so so that's how it goes. So Rachel, you ready? All right. For your pitch. Okay. In time three, starts in three, two, two one. one. This movie is actually called Piss Piss I Love You, and it's a avant garde film about. A urine fetish. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> Holly and Jerry try to keep this fetish hidden, uh, but ultimately the fetish leads to Jerry's demise because he died off of water poisoning from drinking so much and... <laughs> So this is this is alternate universe. P.S. I love you. And you can actually take the scene from when Holly spills the Jameson on the counter, and the bandmate offers to lick it up. When actually, this is Jerry's piss. And it would star Colin Firth, Jennifer Garner, and Ross from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What? I do love the recasting. Was, the recasting is the best part of that movie, for sure. <laughs> it's just a slap in the face to Lisa Kudrow with bringing Ross in. <laughs> okay, now let, let's all go around and vote. Uh, what's the movie you'd buy a ticket to? You can't choose your own. I'm choosing Rachel's because it's Stevens. I only know that it's a naval battle. I, I don't know really. That's anything. the whole movie! <laughs> You would so buy a ticket to but, this. But, I love you. Yeah, Colin Firth, Jennifer Garner, and Ross, and they're all talking about pee the whole time. You're telling me. I, I, I need to know what happens in that movie. <laughs> okay, Rachel, please please say yours because I know who I'm voting for. I vote P.S. I love you too. God damn it! <laughs> I can't win. I can't win. I'm too artistic. Yeah. I'm too artistic for I everybody. That... <laughs> I'm going to side with Rachel because uh, I would love to see Colin Firth piss, piss on not only Jennifer Garner's face, but on Ross's face. Mostly on Ross's face. Yeah, they shared yeah. everything. Yeah. They shared everything. We shared everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Add the clip in. So, uh, as usual, the guest wins. So, there you go. <laughs> you tied last time. <laughs> because we were being nice. I didn't and this to. game is called BS, I Love You. Oh. I'm just going to say out things from the movie, and you call whether it's real or bullshit. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's do that. Okay, and you both just say your answer. It's okay. not a game versus each other. This is just a quick game, and I'm just going to run through a bunch of things from the movie. It's okay, Nick. Okay, you ready? Actual love be- between Holly and Jerry. Bullshit or the truth? It's the truth. I I disagree. Oh. 
I felt that it wasn't love, but a form of attachment. Well, you, my lady, have never been in a toxic relationship. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, the letters. Being able to be timed and everything. Bullshit or plausible? I say plausible because mm. it was tied to his childhood and... It, it, it would be hard to re- recreate some of the sentimental bits in the letter. I call bullshit because uh, Kathy Bates is unhealthy, and I feel like she's uh, she's pre Alzheimer's. So so there's no way in hell that she would be able to time those letters. Okay, bullshit or plausible? Lisa Kudrow and Tom get married. What? It had to have been like within a year. Oh, within six months. Yeah, it felt yeah, like within six months. Uh, plausible because Lisa Kudrow uh, is crazy. Yes, very. <laughs> is what? Crazy. 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 She crazy me. She's so crazy. I say I say plausible because she went out of her way to buy a wedding dress. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. That's a commitment. And yeah. she had nobody else there at the wedding thing. It was three people, right? Trying on wedding dresses. Oh yeah, she, she was the ha- only one. Yeah, there. her maid of honor hated her. That's why. Yeah, and weird. Gina Gershon's probably preggers in, in, in yeah, some totally. hospital somewhere. Okay. Um, bullshit or plausible that this movie took place within a year. I say bullshit. There's just way too much going on. She's having a career change. She's getting in fights with her friends, with her mom. I call bullshit. I call bullshit as well because uh, not only um, does the book uh, uh, highlight this as her in her early 20s, but also in the voodoo, uh, the rental description that I read, she's (laughs) apparently 22, but she's actually (laughs) turned 30 in the movie. So that was definitely bullshit that it took that long uh, for her to get over it. It would take way longer of a time for her to get over it than in one year. Bullshit or plausible shit that... Jeffrey Dean Morgan did not know that she was the Holly, Jerry's Holly. Oh, bullshit. 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 There's no other other reason. It was was about as bullshit as his Irish accent, if not more bullshit than Gerard Butler's Irish accent. Okay, is it bullshit that Gerard Butler has a good singing voice? Uh, It's plausible plausible if he's a blues singer. Is it that he has a bad Irish singing, singing voice? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think they just were talking bad about how voice. great of a karaoke guy he was the whole time. He and was great. He as, liked. He loves to sing and stuff. Yeah, but he was great as a when he sang Mustang Sally. But that was it. That was his only good song. Uh, bullshit or possible shit. She's a good shoe designer. Oh bullshit! bullshit. <laughs> Come on, man. Who wears a leaf on a shoe? Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for Lisa Kudrow's character because if your best friend comes up to you and said. I designed your wedding shoes. How are you supposed to react? I think you'd be okay with it because your dress is going to shadow your shoes the whole entire time. And then you're going to take them why... off when you go dancing, right? Oh, yeah. That's that's valid. So I'm just going to wear Converse's when I go to the fucking wedding. And then I'll just take them off because I'm going to be barefoot the entire time. Because I'm going to be hammered because I got married. <laughs> uh, bullshit or real shit is snaps a real game. That's the game I, we should I know play. the answer to this, so you go ahead, Rachel. What's the contact contact? Remember that game, game where the game, in the game snaps club, and they play and then, the game. And then uh, Claire does the game at the Irish bar, where it's like, "This is snaps. We're playing the game. We're playing the game of snaps." Okay. I must have missed that. Oh wow! Yeah, that that was the game that I thought we were originally gonna play. Yeah, that's the game that we should have played. 
It's but like we well, it can't do just, it. You can't do it audio. Yeah, it would have been a lot of like dead silence yeah. <laughs> of you what guys like I have that? no idea what so you're talking two about. Scenes. It was the scene where they're in the gay club and they're talking to each other and uh, and then there's the two gay guys talking to Claire at the club like we're gonna play the game snaps. You ready to play the game snaps? This is how you play. And then he goes, li- you listen to me closely. And then he goes, Mariah Carey, yeah, you got it right. And yeah. then she does it again, and then they both guess Derek Jeter. I didn't understand. I didn't understand the game. Well, I learned this game after yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah. My sisters taught it to me. This is a real game, apparently. It's a real game. Yeah, I didn't know that, that you actually like win, play you, to win this game. Do you remember the gay club scene, though? When they're trying to get into it? Where she's that, the queen that, of yeah. Finland. Is that after he dies? Yeah, yes. that's when after the first letter. But she's the oh, princess they go of out Finland. And says, get all dolled up. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. bullshit or pause bullshit that gay guys are okay with three straight girls like getting ahead of them. Fuck in no. Line. <laughs> getting what? Getting ahead. Getting into the club. The getting into the club ahead of them. I mean, look if you're at the if you're at the what the Overlook is, that, mean, the, is that the is that the famous gay club in San Francisco? If, if you're at, I mean, Hart not even Park? gay club, any club. I'd be, I'm not hap, I'm not letting other people go ahead of me. They would have to do something incredible for straight me to be like, I'm okay with those people going in. Straight dudes. Be yeah, the ratio is applicable in, in this situation. Yeah, exactly. Gay club. Look, yeah. I'd be totally fine. So with it's G- even if, less reason. Yeah, I'd be totally fine if Gina Gershon snuck into the club in front of me. Not, not gonna lie. They yeah. just won. They, okay, one last point before we before we end this podcast. This was a movie of angelous wonders. You have you have Harry Connick Jr. You have Hilary Swank. You have Lisa Kudrow. You have Gina Gershon, who is an ageless wonder. You have Kathy Bates, who has perpetually looked fifty for the past thirty five years. Yeah. So all she of is them an still look wonder. exactly the they, same too. They all look great. And this, and this movie came out 11, eleven years ago. Eleven years ago. Eleven years ago, and they all look fantastic to to this day. Yeah. So they are all ageless wonders. I am proud of them for for proper facial uh, and skin and skincare in this movie. Okay, last one. Bullshit. Good Valentine's movie or plausible Good Valentine's Day movie? Plausible because you could be single, you could be together with someone, you could be married, you could be divorced, you could be a widower. I feel like anybody <laughs> could. I feel like anybody could enjoy this movie because it gives some sort of message. Whether it's you need to move the fuck on, you need to stick with your feelings or whatever you have, you need to go to Ireland, whatever the feelings that you have. <laughs> You should totally embrace this, and, and and it's a it's a terrible movie in application, but a great movie in For theory. The demographic of I need to go to Ireland. People. You need to do something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's there. Trust me. I say plausible because, like I said earlier, this movie prompted some middle school girl to lose her butt virginity. Yeah. <laughs> that should be your blurb. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Going into the blurbs, so we're each going to come up with our own blurbs, our two sentence reviews. And uh, finish this thing off, Stephen. Do you have yours ready? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. If you're if you're a fan of happy happy movies, sad movies, movies that give you hope, movies that make you um, want to change your life, watch the Mighty Ducks too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got mine. Yeah, go ahead. Give us your blurb, Nick. Dear P.S. I love you. It was okay to see you again. PPS, never again. Does that make sense? Not really, but you you didn't sign off. That's from Nick. Sign off. <laughs> <laughs> P.S. I love you. Relive a lost relationship and take a walk through Holly's ugly shoes. 
<laughs> I like it. I like it. And that's all for uh, today. Thank you, Rachel, for joining us. Thank you, Rachel. Much appreciated on, Much va- appreciated. on Valentine's Thank Day you. that you gave Fantastic up your guest. you gave up your Valentine's Day. Somebody did. We're, we're, yeah, we're somebody lying. did to listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for all those people out there, follow us on all the things: Twitters, Facebooks. Yeah, just go Instagrams. back, listen to what we said earlier. Um, as we always say here, keep it real. <laughs> we keep it rotten. Uh, we're, yeah, I guess so. That's probably it. Cut the tape! <laughs> Yay! Some films are ripe, some films are rotten. We like our potatoes, our gratin. You watch a film, but you can't even. But here comes Nick and Steve, and they break it down, they turn it out. And when it was over, you wanted to shout, I want my money back. That was real rotten. Real fucking rotten.